You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hey everyone, it's Mariah. I just wanted to give you a little disclaimer for this episode of Polyamory. Um, It was a full room. We had all four mics going. Unfortunately, one of the mics did not record in this episode. So you will hear Henry speaking in a very quiet, muffled voice because the other mics did still pick up his his voice a little bit, um, but not everything. So super sorry, but we didn't want to lose this episode yet again. So we're still posting it and hopefully you still get lots of awesome information um, and grow your knowledge base on all things sexy and salty. <laughs> anyway, love you all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello. Hello. How's it going, Pamela? It's going great. I almost choked to death last night. <gasps> okay. Yes, it's going great because you're alive and well today. I'm alive today. Yes. I, I am breathing and I am swallowing. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Good. Yeah. Um, do you mind taking a second and introducing yourself to any of our new listeners that are joining us? I would be happy for to. The first time. Yes. So you want me to introduce me first? Yeah. Okay. So I'm Pamela and I am the owner of, co-owner of Silk and Salt Photography. It is a boudoir photography business. Um, and I am polyamorous, which is very germane to this episode. Um, I have two partners, Bert and Henry, and they are here with us today to talk about polyamory. Hello, Bert and Henry. Hi, Mariah. Hi. Hi, hi guys. Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Mariah. <laughs> 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 Love it. Well, I'm Mariah, and I am a board-certified health and wellness coach. Um, and I own Balance Your Wellness, which is a health consultancy business that I do. Um, yeah, I'm not polyamorous, but I do have a fringe type lifestyle. Is that what we've kind of considered yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know. Why not? I avoid just let's not labels. Label. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judge me how you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chips fall where they may. <laughs> Clothes too. <laughs> anyway, so we have extra people in the room. Full room. Full. And hearts full. Yeah. It's very warm in here. It's cozy. It's a cozy studio. Out of all of the studios I've ever been in, this is the coziest. I feel safe. Hopper. Hopper. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a pitchfork and and torch town. And if, we if are there was on ever like one. farmland. Like when <laughs> we're going out to the studio, it's 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 a little yeah. sketch. So everyone has pitchforks. Yeah, we're sure. Yeah, but and and they know how to use them. But yeah, let's yeah. Be, let's let's be, let's be clear. It's not it's not for sex games. No. Just for murder. 
I have a great story I'll have to tell you about the person who was tied up in my my basement <laughs> <coughs> at the same not, location. It was before I moved in. Oh, Brady, do you want to? Um, yeah, I'm Brady, the producer, the builder of the studio, I guess. Uh, I have a background in radio, and that's what landed me doing this. And I also have somewhat of a fringe lifestyle. But my wife is very comfortable with calling us swingers. I just don't like the word swinger. So that's what we do. We surf Tinder looking for people. <laughs> for the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I've, I've, ha- I've remodeled the basement because of the story. So, yeah. I'm going to exercise the demons. <laughs> well, you have to, so they look good, right? I mean, stay alive. Hot demons. <laughs> so, Pamela. With pitchforks. I introduce your two people, your guests for the day, and tell us why you guys are here. Okay. All right. So, Bert is my husband. We have been married for 23 years. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um... We have three kids together and uh, a mortgage together. <laughs> so you know it's serious. Um, so serious. Because anyone can pop out a kid. And anyone know. can be married for 23 <laughs> years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. And I love him very much. We met when Pamela was 15. We did. I love your guys' stories really cute. Yeah. And a little dirty. And Henry. <laughs> if not illegal. <laughs> Henry uh, is my partner. Uh, we've been together for less than a year. Um, but we are already living together, um, the three of us, because that's how we do. Mm-hmm. And um, he is. Henry. Love it. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, we we've had such a a f- like fast and um and strange kind of relationship that the last year that like it's just it's progressed at such a rate that I feel a little embarrassed talking about you know how we went from zero to life partners in you know point in point but eight at the seconds same but time you know you know you know I mean I got I got the <laughs> sign off I don't need to do that that's obnoxious <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I got this sign off from my therapist, so okay. I, I feel pretty good about it now. But I like I recognize that when people when I talk to people and I'm like, Yeah, he moved in and they their eyes get as big as saucers and I'm like, Yeah, it was fast. <laughs> but it is like it has felt so right and I haven't felt any I haven't felt like this about about anyone and 23 years. He so. was a very fan- handsome uh, homeless man. So, and Henry has uh, two kids that are toddlers, <laughs> which make our lives very interesting. 
Um, when you think you're done and then you're not. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, w- was married previously and um, was a teacher previously and is kind of figuring out the next thing he wants to do. But yeah, yeah, we've had some conversations about that and everything. I think it's really awesome. So um, you consider your guy, you guys all consider yourselves polyamorous. That is the word, the definition that you would go by. Yeah. I don't like labels, but if you have to. <laughs> right? I don't like labels either. So, so I think for po- education. Yeah. So polyamorous is really general term though that just means many loves yeah in greek and latin yes <laughs> combining both of them <laughs> combining uh-huh. greek and latin it's right i never thought of it that way <gasps> oh, the word that. is like poly. inception right there <laughs> love inception <laughs> love inception there we go <laughs> um because the difference is you know we talk about you know swinging versus polyamory I think yeah. that's the first thing you're always going to get when people yes. are like, oh, so you just have sleep sex. with whatever, whoever, yes. whatever. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> whoever. <laughs> Orgies all day. You know, like, I think that's just what some people's, I guess, like, perverse, yeah. like, uneducated um, mind goes to. Like, they just have no clue what it is. Yeah. Um, so for, for you guys and your definition because it's different from everybody. That's why we have our one episode that's called Everyone's Queer. Because even if you have that one definition, it's still your own. You still make it your own. So for you guys, um, how long would have you considered yourself polyamorous? So I didn't know it was a thing, um, that it was even an option, until we moved to Utah. Mm. Um, but it was shortly after I moved to Utah, I met someone who self-identified as polyamorous and, um, she kind of opened the door for me and I felt very comfortable there. Like I, I've known my whole life that I was really comfortable, like not, not a jealous person, which Mm -hmm. is not a requirement for polyamory. Let me (laughs) just be clear. There's plenty of jealousy in polyamory, but I just felt naturally drawn to having more of a like community of partners than, um, the isolation that monogamy tends to bring. Ooh, I like that you said that. Okay. I've never really considered looking at it in that viewpoint. Hmm. Um, how about you guys? Yeah. Um, but what you're trying to do is um, make connections with people. And, and allowing yourself. Exactly. 
exactly. giving yourself that permission. Yeah, you, you, you are free to try to make connections with people, and, and that is really such an important thing, I, I think. Like, uh, number one, make friendships, and then if it becomes something more, then, you know, like, like uh, it's nice because you can de define the, the relationship. Um, a lot of times we get into relationships where it has their, like, escalator um, thing of, like, oh, first we're going to start kind of, like, dating, and then petty petting, and then <laughs> we're going to, you know, like, adopt ferrets and, you know, move in together. Gotcha. My life story. There's just, like, these steps, you know, right? And, and with, with uh, polyamory, it doesn't have to be that way. It could be, you know, friends with benefits or... Lovers with other mothers, or whatever, whatever. You know, <laughs> um, Love it. And and I think I think it just makes it so that there are uh, uh, different ways to show your love and uh, to not be afraid. Of yeah, and sex doesn't have to be an element. I mean, I think that's a, a really big point because you can have relationships with multiple people within that context of polyamory, and and not necessarily mm. be having sex with any of those mm, people right there are actually asexual polyamorists who um you know they maybe have discovered they're asexual after they've been in a monogamous relationship for a while or not discover but you know like finally understood their identity and they feel really comfortable with their partner going elsewhere to get that need met um or they might just have like one sexual partner and another partner that's only romantic but not sexual. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's what I was going to ask because I think the definition that I have felt from you is kind of, you know, the many loves is what you've kind of said too because I'm like, how does this differ from swinging or just multiple sexual partners, just having that open type of marriage um, or relationship, I would say, sexually, but you said it's more because then it can be romantic it can be, and you are romantic and sexual with both your partners, correct? Correct. That's how you guys, and then the men together have a, you know, friendship, a bond. It's romantic. I would say it's, it's, it's but it's not sexual. No. Is that what you guys have defined it before as? Yeah, it's very intimate. Okay. Yeah. I would assume so. When you're that close with a, another person that you're sharing as well, it's kind of just that catalyst, I guess, between you two. I would assume yeah, for it would us, be hard not to. For us, it works because, in part, because we have that relationship. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I think, I think you know, there's an intimacy that um, Bert and I have that are, you know, like, number one, we're super open and honest with each other. <coughs> I would feel you have to be. You have to. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And having like friendships with other males, it tends to be very, I want to say superficial, but it's not as deep as it could be. And I would agree. Just yeah. in society, that's kind of how male friendships are supposed to, you know, and I say that with quotes because that's kind of what the expectation is. So I really like that you've pointed that out and the differences and you kind of, you guys have allowed yourself to. Have yeah, that relationship. Bert and Henry have really impressed me in that they don't give in to societal pressures about what a male relationship should look like that's not sexual. 
Mm. Um, where, you know, like we were at the farmer's market over the summer and um, they were just walking along, looking at booths and holding hands. Yeah. And I was not next to them. So <laughs> there was no indication that they weren't homosexual uh-huh. and they were getting lots of stares, but they, you know, didn't mind at all. Cause who fucking cares? They're yeah. best friends. I love that. That's awesome. And men's men. Hey, yeah, we're, let, let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're fucking men. <laughs> we do, we, we, with you guys both are very fit. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we yell out things and, you know, we have. We grunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the definition of. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just did you just go ooh like like an ape (laughs) and chest bumping? I love it. What? It's really interesting. You said mighty orgasms to 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 have that with the same person at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there is sometimes like. The redhead in the room. It, well, it hasn't only been me gotcha. that they've shared. Wait, we don't do that. That's illegal in Utah. <laughs> We've never done that. Is it illegal? To be clear. We oh. went to Nevada to do a wink. Right. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, I actually did a wink. And that's what they say. <laughs> a wink? Um, no, it's, it's interesting because, like, You guys are making eye contact. Yeah. We don't look away from each other. I've only yelled O oh, Henry once. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool that you guys can share that. Yeah, yeah. No, those those are those are good moments. Like I mean, Bert just had his fiftieth birthday and that was that was a part of it. And happy birthday. Was, yeah, thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> well, and you guys, um, you know, speaking of your photography business, there's an award-winning photo of you two. There is. Yeah. There is. They won um, the boudoir division of WPPI. Yeah, the I mean, second, we got a second, second place. place. Amazing. Like, it was such a great photo. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, it's a super prestigious award. So very proud of them and Mateusz who took the photo. I, I'm proud of Pamela for just picking two great winners. <laughs> the, the only connection between you two is because of her. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we never would have found each other. We're, we're not that smart. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, what do you think? Because I think when people hear like more than one partner, the first thing that they always think of is like polygamy. Because that's, that's something that there's shows on that people can watch, you know, like reality TV shows, all these things, that that is kind of what they're exposed to more than anything else. Um, what do you say when someone's like, oh, so is it like polygamy? I say, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> How it's do you say nothing it like that. Um, well, I mean, I, I suppose if I was married to both of them, that would be defined as polyandry. Yes. Right, because because yeah, Mormon. anthropologist over here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, you know, polygamy is usually religious 
in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based in religion and um, patriarchy in general. Um, we're pretty much atheist and anti-patriarchal. <laughs> <laughs> you get you guys don't honor the the god of sex or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> of sex yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um so yeah i i think that <clears throat> an important part of identifying how do i say this so i think that for most people who identify as polyamorous mm-hmm. that um individuality and free will and help me out guys what's the word I'm looking for um, freedom yeah independence independence yeah oh my gosh I know anomic aphasia anomic aphasia <laughs> yeah can you cut can you cut all of that out? <laughs> anomic aphasia <laughs> Thanks, Brady. Yeah. Thanks, Brady. Yeah. So I, I think that for, for most people who identify as polyamorous, independence is incredibly important in, in some yeah. way and like a sense of self. Like they don't necessarily want to want their identity to be wrapped up in their partner mm-hmm. or partners. Yes. And that is you're not just a wife you're not just a husband you know yeah your own individual Mm -hmm. who does have that freedom to love and to kind of yeah and and that's certainly not the case in polygamy yes in which the man is the head of the household and the women are yeah a majority of everything yeah Mm -hmm. One type of are you thinking polygamy? of Mennonites? No, no, no. There's, there's <laughs> that FLDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FLDS yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they have that hair that kind of like the bangs. The bangs. But you know, good for them for shopping in the health food it's store. I never see them like in Smiths. It's always in one of the health food stores, mm-hmm. and you know they're doing it right. I should mention too that I also have a life partner. Who does yes. not live with us? Okay, yeah. And we are all free to date whomever, mm-hmm. um, because we're we're in an open relationship. You know, polyamory is a sub classification, I guess, of open. So um, I do also have a. This is Bert, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you're, <laughs> s- you're so cute, <laughs> um, Bert. Tell us more about her. Um, and, so and how you? Yeah, tell us how you met. We've been together for over a year and a half. We met online, and she she's very interesting in that uh, when we met online and she found out that I was polyamorous, she was not interested in, in that. Mm. She said that she didn't, that she was monogamous and didn't want to date a married person, and we went out, and by the end of our first meeting, to be clear, we went out, I convinced her to... <laughs> have a meal with me j- just to be friends. Okay. <coughs> wink, <yeah>. wink. <laughs> um, and by the end of by the end of the date, it was a true date, and that um, we were attracted to each other, and um, and it just kind of progressed has progressed from from there since then. Um, and we're very very serious. That's awesome. Do you feel like you would tap out at a number? 
Oh, I know I, this is a very ignorant question. I am tapped out now. Yeah. <laughs> I I was just telling Henry today, like I have no bandwidth for a third oh, relationship. Yeah. This is so much work. These are the two neediest men. <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting if, if Henry ever meets someone. Henry will eventually that. meet someone. Like, I have no doubt. Um, and I think that will be really good for, for all of us. Sure. But really hard at first. It will be an adjustment. Yeah, yeah and you said there's, you know, um, there's always jealousy that's still going on. They're still trying to be like balancing different personalities, different needs, different schedules would be so difficult. Um, what do you find or maybe some of the biggest challenges between like the three of you guys? Let's cause you're, you three are here today. So let's talk about your relationship. Oops. Yeah. Is that plural relationship relationships? relationships. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's relationships. Um, scheduling is a, is a big challenge. Dividing time mm. because you'll hear polyamorists a lot. They'll say um, love is finite or love is infinite, infinite and time is finite. <laughs> so um, <laughs> and it's it's so true. Like you could you could love a thousand people, but you will not find time for all of them. No. Um, and so just making sure that everybody gets enough of everybody else can be really hard and having enough like one-on-one -on -one focus time with each person can be hard and then nurturing you know like when the three of us are together that's a whole separate relationship um that needs to be nurtured as well nurture yeah that's the main word because mm -hmm. that's with any relationship you need to consistently nurture it and so that's why i was kind of curious because like i could see where um you know if it's like the three of you and kind of just talking about um Henry not having a second partner, correct? You know, and then having to split time yeah. where you're like, you've got some time on your hands, like twiddling your thumbs. So I can see where it's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm not really looking for somebody, but it just kind of happens to fall in my lap because I have extra more time. I don't know. Yeah. That's why I kind of see how that can naturally unfold. For me, I don't know. I enjoy my me time that I wouldn't mind <laughs> if my husband had a second partner. <laughs> not to like say relieve me of some of that time. <laughs> But I'd be like, oh, no, so kind of nice. nice to have that block. Like, yeah. Like, they're busy with something. I yeah. don't have to worry about them. And, yeah, I'm like, so I'm glad they're still getting nurtured, in, you know, because some people do need that a little bit more attention than others. Yes. I would definitely say that my husband's one of those people. I, and, I love, yeah. like, kind of dating myself type of thing. And, yeah. And then giving myself to be lazy. It's kind of like, well, let me give myself two pickles. <laughs> <laughs> can i get a dinner for two but it's really for one i've, I've seen henry date himself and it's sexy <laughs> yeah it's I interesting um i guess it's okay that i say this uh for maybe a couple of months uh, henry and my partner tried to date mm -hmm. and that changed our time dynamic in mm. in a in a convenient way yeah, because then it's period. kind of like a, a, you can almost split it down the middle-ish. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and that was interesting. Um, that has morphed into something different now, but the four of us constantly seem to be, it's a, it's a, it's a very dynamic. Uh, and magnetic, too. I yeah. feel like the four of us are always drawn back together again. So. And then <laughs> yeah. It's hard because, like, 
<laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's funny what okay so you met someone who was polyamorous kind of like was like this is a cool lifestyle I want to try this and brought it to your husband's like hey let's do this how did that just start is this an okay question to ask oh this is a really juicy question yeah Bert would you like to take it no. I think you should <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm not sure how to answer this question. Honestly. It was hard. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine. Um, uh, <laughs> it was difficult because it was, it was new. You know, we've been married for decades, just the two of us. And, um, I, I actually played a pretty big part in pushing her in that direction because it seemed to be something that she was attracted to and wanted. Mm. So I said, please try this. Don't keep this inside. And tried to let this little f bird fly away, hoping, yeah. you know, she would go and then come back or I don't know. That yeah. was a shitty analogy. I apologize. No, I've always trusted our, but that's kind of how I would see it. Yeah. I've myself. always trusted our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't feel like we've ever caged each other, really. No? No. I have felt smothered before, but not caged. Yeah. I can relate to that mm -hmm. in, a in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if your husband has a similar personality, then mm -hmm. yeah. I'm probably one of those men that's too much for one woman. I mean, I, I need... I enjoy having two relationships at this point. That's but awesome. he did not always enjoy. And it's still it's still a challenge, right? No, I to enjoy having two relationships. It is it is a challenge. Is. <laughs> I mean, because of time and personalities and I mean, every day is is a challenge, but it's also a, a blessing if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Just exactly. different challenges that probably you haven't had your whole life to practice or you know romance novels and movies and all these things to kind of like oh that's how they did it it's very different and you say you see a therapist regularly a relationship oh therapist, yes we do because yeah the four of us it all yeah the four of us go or you know whoever is available mm -hmm. we'll, we'll go and talk to a therapist every other week and i think that's super helpful it's not like we accomplish a whole lot in therapy, but stuff gets brought up in therapy that we then talk about over the next two weeks yeah. and some things get resolved or, you know, solutions are tried and, or at least said in a safe place. Yeah. Exactly. I got the opportunity to say this and we all just established that I appreciate you saying this and then, you know, yeah. it's not an issue. It just needed to be said yeah. or whatever. I, I that's, can't, I think a great place for that. Yeah. I can't imagine any, polyamorous dynamic working without a therapist i mean i think everyone should have a therapist yes. anyway but especially if you're trying to manage multiple relationships mm -hmm. you should have a therapist but so were you asking us kind of like our origin story a little bit yeah like okay. just kind of maybe for those who are listening who have considered this would be something that maybe i would like to talk to my partner mm. about how do i start this conversation 
what maybe not to do okay could yeah. also be a good way to put that in yes <laughs> yeah, that's I, a good question I, I along those lines i think there's a couple of things that are really important if you're going to pursue that and for me the first thing was being comfortable in my own skin just mm. on my own you yeah. know how much confidence do i have what kind of insecurities do i have to deal with on my own and mm. knowing yourself yeah knowing yourself did you guys dabble in any kind of like swinger type activities prior to no. becoming polyamorous? Nope. Or? It actually kind of went the other way around where we started out with polyamory and dabbled in swinging. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of, yeah, usually it's the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the second thing, if you're, if you're in an existing relationship, mm -hmm. you really need to consider that relationship rock solid. You know, oh, if you're having marital yes. issues or relationship issues, you don't have to be married to start that. But I, I think I do think it's it might be easier for people who are single going into a relationship as polyamorous than people who have an established monogamous relationship. Yeah, because you have to look at two people are changing versus just one person. Well, and there are a lot of expectations that have already been set and practiced for many years. Oh, yeah. And you know suddenly changing all of those is really really difficult so yeah Bert's right and that your relationship has to be strong there are a lot of people that go into polyamory tr um, in an attempt to fix what's broken in their mm. relationship and that Finding is why what's missing yes and you know like wh yeah why am I not happy not all of my needs are fulfilled well I'm going to look outside the relationship to do that and what you need to do is look inward and mm. figure out why you're not happy because the problem lies with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, a, a lot of people do this and that's why the majority of monogamous couples who, who dip their toe in polyamory end up divorced. So I would... <laughs> <laughs> so I would say do not, do not attempt it um, unless one you are sure you're rock solid or two, you don't mind if you end up divorced. Yeah. Yeah. And that's in some people I do know almost kind of as an experiment, are we going to be happier with other people? Let's let ourselves go be free for a minute. Is this, are we finding happiness somewhere else? And honestly, I still feel like that's still kind of an empty thing because they're not doing that inward reflection. Well, and, and then there are assholes who claim to be polyamorous, but really they just want to establish a new relationship before they let go of the <gasps> old one because oh they don't want to spend any time alone. alone. Yeah. And you actually see that a lot in um, controlling abusive relationships, well, unfortunately. And those people often are, are addicted to infatuation as well. Mm. So they confuse love and infatuation. And when the infatuation wears exciting. off, yep. then they're like, I'm just, I fell out of love. I'm not in love uh, anymore. I'm going to go They're not willing to again. nurture things like they, you know, uh -huh. that every relationship needs. So uh, along those lines, yeah. um, I've, I've found recently that, you know, I was infatuated with Pamela for most of our marriage and recently I fell out of infatuation and I thought that I was maybe no longer in love with her mm. but that you know after really doing some soul searching and thinking hard about that and meditating on it 
I realized that no, actually, this is just a new phase in our in our our romance. Our, yeah, another deeper level or whatever exactly. it looks like. Uh-huh. It's, it's an opportunity to to move now into a deeper level, like you said. Really, really like that. Um, Henry, do you ever feel like the odd man out because they have such a strong relationship? Um, no, Was it hard to jump in? What are your intentions with my wife (laughs) (laughs) instead of my daughter or something? (laughs) I'm sorry, that's awesome. Have you ever felt like the new puppy being trained? No, no, Because the, the only reason I asked was because Pamela was talking about, like, you know, we've got this established relationship with, like, prior or preconceived, uh, or not preconceived, but you guys had built in the expectations you had of each other, and then you bring in somebody new. And then I remember cracking a joke about who gets blamed for leaving the toilet seat up, and everybody sort of, like, turned and looked at you. <laughs> you don't chew up the couch or anything, do you? Good. Good. Yeah. Well, perfect. No, so I mean, I mean, so there are some things that like I have been getting used to, um, mm-hmm. like expectations with Emma and Bert. They have a lot of sex. Everybody out there, <laughs> they have so much sex, and, and it's and it's like I, I thought it was a myth that anyone would have like sex six, eight times a day. Sometimes not every day, but it does happen. <gasps> What's your guys's most in a day? How many times do you guys know. have a record? Can, we can't count. We can't. <gasps> that would be such a fun game. We can't count that high. Try Mariah. to break your own record. <laughs> you think I'm, we are mathematicians? Well, you've well, already got your shoes off, so you should be able to count to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, and it's it's For slowed sex. down since I you know started a second relationship just a little bit. Not not it didn't slow down because you turned fifty. Uh, no. No. <laughs> No, I, I've been relieved that he's turned 50. When he was in his 20s, he was insatiable. It's yeah. like now he's almost a normal human oh, man. Normal. No, <laughs> I said almost. Well, okay. Well, what I was going to say is a normal human 18-year-old, 18-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's more likely. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he does. Like, you know, overseas for a year and coming back. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So he, I mean, it's still, it's still frequent, but he's just not home as much. So I think that's why it's less. Yeah. So what, what do you mean by sex expectations though, Henry? Like how, the unsaid, Whatever the number <gasps> is, I know that 
<laughs> so, um, but being with Pamela and Bert, it's definitely like figuring out, you know, like, oh, I, I can, I'm a sexual being, you know, and it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to kind of. And there's no shame. There's no shame. You're allowed to, you get exactly. to be. Yeah. That's really, really cool. I would say there was some training at the beginning where, um, Henry would never ask for what he wanted. Like sexually, he would did just Did you play not... the game where he had to tell you everything? We did not. I just talked <laughs> to him in a stern voice and said, <laughs> if you Rolled want up newspaper, me... stern voice, new puppy pads. <laughs> if you want me, I need you to tell me, and you are allowed to want me any time of Aww. the day or night. You know, just, I don't know. Like, he needed to give himself permission to you know desire and, and ask and have that desire satiated you're welcome henry yeah. i'm glad i could be a service yeah award-winning satiation mm. your own personal sex therapist so when you guys when people find out about your relationship What's usually the number one reaction? Because I know how I reacted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I, I wanted to talk. I had questions. I had a bunch of questions. But I was like, I think that came off like I was trying to be like overly kind. Uh huh. It did. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was like, I was I, like, I have no idea Mar what Mariah thinks, but I think we shocked her. No, and bit. my husband was like, I wanted to just chat with them the whole time, and I was like, right, because we were at a we were doing a photo shoot, and so Justin, and my husband, and I. We're supposed to be taking photos and, you know, instead of chatting. <laughs> For some reason, when I tell women that, I start getting a lot of a lot more baked goods from that particular woman. <laughs> For some reason, as there's cookies on the table right now. <laughs> well, now that now that we've let the cat out of the bag about your sexuality. I think you're going to be getting hit up quite a lot for <laughs> fucking. I, I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, like, oh, his appetite. His appetite for sexuality I and really performance. Like <laughs> <laughs> he likes chocolate, ladies. He likes chocolate. <laughs> During? <laughs> no. <laughs> Before, we did try that sandwich once. We did. So we did the, we tried to do the whole George Costanza from Seinfeld. <laughs> We made such a good sandwich. It was a grilled ham and cheese. What the hell? Wow, you guys are getting super oh, fancy. So <laughs> good. So good. Was it Gruyere? No, I can't remember what it was. I think it was just a good cheddar. Or maybe Monterey Jack, like organic raw milk kind of yeah. Monterey Jack. So anyway. Healthy. No. Of course, of course. And on like sprouted whole grain bread. But... <laughs> or... <laughs> Organic grass-fed butter, just saying. Um, and that you grew we yourself. Got okay. Uh -huh. just <laughs> yeah, we grew. They churn their own butter. We yeah, churn. They churn your own milk. Um, and we, yeah, we got in bed and we were eating the sandwich and like the crumbs were falling in my face and in my eyes while I was trying to eat. <laughs> and, and, and you know, Henry only had like one hand um, available to hold himself up, or you know, it was just. And, and and we were it was just disappointing it, it was like no you you can't focus on two things at once I don't want to be mean but I'm not blaming the sandwich in this situation 
What are you saying, Brady? All I'm saying is rude. I just got the microphone <laughs> taken away from me right as I was talking. We have so many people in the room, so we have to share microphones right now. Um, but is is the FOMO that I would have? Because it was just it was you two that had the sandwich, and Bert was like, "And what happened?" And I was like, oh, "I would be like, and you did that without me." I think I just. Oh you God. really need a third for that. You really need it. We, oh okay, we got to retry that. <clears throat> Henry, what is wrong with us? We're, we're going to fix this. Do you guys want to borrow some boom mics to attach the sandwich to the end? Yes. Yeah, just you Could can swing we? it over. Just Yeah, super convenient. Fuck yes. Oh, you know polyamory saves the day again. Like, like I watch all those <laughs> movies, and it's like, oh, here's the pick between her and her, or whatever, and I'm like, you don't have to choose. <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, I, I know earlier when I said that I almost choked to death, uh, everyone in the room acted like they didn't care. But <laughs> but I'm going to tell you the story anyway. Um, so so last, night, last night I was eating some salmon, wild of course, and quinoa because I'm wild. a granola head. Organic. organic. You guys um, are so funny. Grass-fed quinoa. <laughs> Who's the health coach in the room? Oh, my goodness. Oh, girl, you don't even know. No, I've seen you guys fridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't recognize any of these brands. Um, yeah, so so I was eating my salmon and quinoa. Second bite gets lodged in my esophagus, and I cannot swallow anything else, including my own spit. And so I start, after a little while of realizing that it won't go down, I start, my body starts going into shock and Bert's with me and he's like, okay, we're going to the ER. So we went to the ER and you know how it is. Like, long. no Heimlich? No, because there was no oh, air oh. trapped under it to push so, it out. Okay. So yeah. I could breathe, I could talk, but it was stuck in my esophagus okay, and it hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And it, it, like, like it didn't keep me from breathing, but it like, I don't know. It wasn't I can't going even anywhere. describe. Yeah, no, yeah. it's lodged in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was afraid it was going to like come back up and block my airway or whatever. So, so we went to the ER and they gave me some medication, hooked me up to an IV. Well, yesterday was also Bert's 50th birthday. Yeah. And we had planned this surprise party for him. And I was in the ER while the party was starting. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. You can't miss your party. And but he, but he would not leave. So. Well, but I, I just told him about oh, it earlier. Gotcha. Okay. And and so, um, you know, I, he just would not leave my side because that's who Bert is. <laughs> but uh, finally, you know, I was like, just please just call Henry and tell him to come and stay with me so that you can go to your party for a little while. And I'm going to be really mad at you if you don't go because... Um, you know, I I spent a lot of time planning this party this week with your other partner and and uh, put a lot of fucking effort into it and, and didn't o- get along the whole time. Yeah. So and honestly, <laughs> if if Henry hadn't been there, I, I would not have left. I, I just right. the party would have been. That's the moral me. of that story. Well, yeah, that, priorities. That that's the, the kind of thing that you know. It's a time when polyamory really comes in handy. Tap in, because tap out. Because, like, who else would he Love have it. trusted than someone else who was, you know, my romantic partner, loved me in the same way that he does? It was interesting because, like, the doctor came in and was like, oh, happy birthday in a little bit. And so to me? Like, yeah, thank you. I'm going to go to Cancun with my husband. And he's like, oh, Cancun you do. 
I didn't even say with my husband. I just said I'm going to be in Mexico for my birthday, and then he assumed that that. Not some some interactions it's not even worth explaining. Yeah. You just kinda let them assume with uh-huh. what they uh-huh. boyfriend. Her husband is actually the perfect. <laughs> rude. Oh, rude. <laughs> By the way, we don't use the word boyfriend. That's what I've noticed. That, I've noticed you don't it's so it's rude. and life partner <laughs> is another one. What's what are other definitions or, or words? I know I've heard you drop polycule once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should talk a little bit about vocabulary. So, yeah, polycule is just any group of polyamorous people that have relationships amongst them, right? Um, And um, an anchor partner is kind of your partner that you live with, maybe have kids with, maybe have finances with, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or maybe, maybe just are very serious about could be your anchor partner is just someone you're serious about, but you're independent in all those other ways. Um, nesting partner is someone you live with. Mm-hmm. Um, a unicorn in polyamory is different than a unicorn in swinging. Yeah, that's here. A little bit. I think, from my understanding, Brady, mind was we might have listeners write in. Please Everyone's do. Everyone's definition is write different. Write in and tell us your definition of unicorn. Where would they write into Pamela? They would write into saltysexcast at gmail.com. Oh, thank you. Lovely. Yeah. Um, but a unicorn in polyamory is um, somewhat, usually a, a hot bi babe. And so what that means is that a couple decides that they're polyamorous, <laughs> a monogamous couple, and then they go looking for a They go hot, hunting. They go hunting for a hot female bisexual to date them both simultaneously <laughs> because they don't want you know they're threatened by the idea <laughs> they're threatened by the idea of doing it separately mm-hmm. um and the reason that they're called unicorn is because first of all um, don't exist there aren't there are some women who like to be unicorns because everybody has their kink right but but more than that, it's it's a mythical creature because no person out there is going to be there to serve your needs, your sexual and emotional needs, and not have needs of their own. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of how unicorns are treated. They're treated like objects most of the time. And um, so it, it has a very negative connotation in the polyamorous community. Yeah, but mm-hmm. some women have that fetish. They want to be... A unicorn. Yeah, right, but yeah. they can go hunting for a couple, right? Yeah. It's kind of gross when the couple goes hunting for the unicorn. You want to hear something interesting? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he did look over to Pamela, like, almost as permission, yeah. so it was kind of funny where she's like, no. So it's, it's really interesting. Pamela, I would say, kind of has the, that fetish. That I don't have so much a unicorn fetish as a... Um, Cuckolding. Like, I like to be cuckolded. And so. Oh, boy. Um, So, uh, oh, do you have a good definition? I I can help with this because I feel like my partner and I, um, in a way, have. So, Pamela could be that for us because she would be open to that. Okay. Yeah. So, it's someone who um, enjoys being uh, submissive 
to a couple and having like I really enjoy watching my husband have sex with his other partner um and you know like not necessarily being allowed to be a part of all of that but kind of being used in that scenario as yeah yeah you kind of treated like an object a little bit or you know but it's in the safety and like you know that that's what it is it's not purposely being no it's totally right it's totally a kink and follows all of the rules of kink but it's been um, communicated that this is everybody's happy uh with this this scenario exactly this is the role that i'm playing right now and um, so it's more, I think it's more popular with men. Like men really like to, I've for their, a lot of that right. So that. for their wives to go out and fuck other men and then come back and tell them about it, mm-hmm. um, and tell them, Oh, he was hotter than you. His dick was bigger than yours or whatever like that. So mm. that's kind of the, the typical style of cuckolding that most people identify with. Um, and for me, it's slightly different, but I would say still falls under the same definition. I think I could relate a little bit knowing that like having another female turn on my husband as much as like I feel like I can. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah, girl. Like you get in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's just like really fun to watch. It like, is. I, so I can relate to it it's in a little so bit. It's hot too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. I can't remember what we started talking about that. Um, Just when, I don't know either, but. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> So, yeah, so I wouldn't, I mean, we, you know, we joke about me being their unicorn, but it's not, I mean, it wouldn't technically be that. I know, I drank tea out of it one time. I did. We we actually tease Henry about being our unicorn all the time. Because he is a fucking mythical creature. Like, I, he is just an amazing human being. So hot, first of all. I mean, uh, we'll put up a picture on Twitter. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, can we put up the and award-winning photo? <laughs> Do we have permission? Oh, By that's the a owners? great idea. Yeah. yeah. So you guys look. You amazing. look chiseled the in real lighting. life, guys. Yeah, it's all it's all photo magic, right? <laughs> it really is. Speaking of photo magic, I just had a freaking flash go off in my eye. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> we'll we'll give you a real photo. Of, of the people. Um, they're both very hot, but I'm just saying, like, well, as far as unicorns go, like, yeah, that. just, th- like, the fact that Henry was willing and able um, to move in with us is kind of fucking incredible. Like, that's He was not homeless. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, the homeless thing is a joke. <laughs> He had a home, which he sold. You have kids, and obviously you're not hiding your relationship with your children who do live with you part-time for yours, and then you have a son um, that lives with you guys, a younger son. You know, he's not an adult. Jesus. He's a teen. I had a flag come at me. No, it wasn't Jesus. It was not Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could stop him and ask him, but... I don't think it was just came out my eye. He was a little aggressive. <laughs> um, so how have you been able to explain this to, because you have young children. Yes. So for me, it's nothing of, of like explaining to them at this moment. Like they, they take, it's interesting, like young kids just, you know, they go with whatever reality is. Yep. 
what they're exposed to is their reality. They are two and four. Yeah. Oh, they're really young. Oh, yeah. No, no. Don't explain anything. and just confuse <laughs> the hell out of them. No, and, and I mean, honestly, all they see is adults around them that love them. Supportive, good, healthy relationships, yeah, communication. Um, and if this is a personal question, you're more than welcome to say pass. How does their mother feel about that? So she was the one that, uh, like, um, started us on this adventure into polyamory. Okay. So okay. So it's so not something that you have to. Pamela through my, um, ex-wife. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, vocabulary. So a a metamore is your partner's partner. Gotcha. So she was hoping that I would date Henry because she she liked and respected me, which I really appreciated, and I I liked and respected her as well. Um, But I told her that I was not interested in dating anyone (laughs) because I really did not want to be pursued (laughs) by anyone. I think that's something I really like about kind of your guys' story and pretty much anyone who's in the, like, the fringe community is kind of what Pamela, I'm just reflecting your vocabulary, Um, is that it's, you know, let's just try this out and see where it takes us. It's not waking up in one day and being like, I'm on the search for a boyfriend, which you guys kind of avoid, you know, those types of terms. Um... But it's, just, it's cool because then it's just being like, I'm open. I'm listening to what I need. I'm listening to what other people need. Instead of just being like, nope, this is how it is and this is how it's going to stay. Because um, I do feel like that can be quite miserable for a lot of people. If that's just kind of that expectation and, and if your heart's bigger or if you have maybe a bigger need than one person can fulfill, I would say would be kind of cool and just approaching it very um without judgment mm. i just thought of another expectation i just thought of another vocabulary word yeah compersion okay i haven't heard this I haven't at heard all. it okay so com- yeah compersion is the um the love and pleasure that you get out of the the happiness of your partner's relationship with someone else Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I see Bert and his other partner together looking deeply into each other's eyes and, you know, telling each other that they love each other and it gives me the warm fuzzies. Mm-hmm. That's compersion. Well, even just how open you guys all are to hugs and kisses and affection. Because um, we first started recording the podcast, it was at your house. Mm. And anytime partners would come in you know there's all this and I was like I feel like I have to look away like it's almost too much it's like I'm like I'm uncomfortable where do I look what do I do with my hands I'm just kidding <laughs> right um, but really I was just like it was really cool I loved that because how many people do you know that's been married for 23 years and still has that kind of just intimate connection that's very very happy to see one another and do you feel like it's kind of 
field a closer? I mean, I know you talked about like another deeper level to your relationship, but do you feel, um, what are some other positive changes that it's kind of brought out for both of you separately and both of you together? <laughs> Thanks, Henry. Um, okay, so what you're asking, let me clarify, is how do you think polyamory has benefited our marriage? Mm-hmm. You've talked a little bit about it already. Yeah, but. I mean, it, it has forced us to learn to be independent and to know ourselves well. Um, it has taught us how to... Um, process our emotions and communicate those um lots of communication skills actually (laughs) that can get really really complicated complicated trying to like read one person then now here's a third person trying to get Mm -hmm. what's the unsaid communication yeah i i feel like if if henry and my other partner suddenly fell out of the picture let's say not that I think that's going to happen, but if it did happen, you know, I feel like Pamela and I have become kind of like communication superheroes. I mean, we still have a ways to go, mm-hmm. but... But we try so hard. Yeah. Do you look at other relationships and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love it. I do. Yeah. Like, no, I never sit in judgment because that shit is hard. No, no, <laughs> but just like sometimes you need almost a, you know, you see like people who have gone through something really hard together and all of a sudden their communication opens up or they have change, a big mm-hmm. dynamic change and yeah. then communication is healthier. So you're almost like change something and maybe communication will help or, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think I would compare my own marriage that way. And it's because we've gone through some really tough, tough shit. Yes. That we've been able to be really strong communicators because it's the only way you can get through it. Polyamory is a crucible. I mean, mm. you refine and refine and refine. And I think what you end up with is something that looks pure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what you guys have been saying for a long time just the themes that i've seen and mm. it's really really cool i have a lot of respect that you guys are working at it consistently and because it is kind of easy to get into this this is your role this is my role and and then that's how people become roommates <laughs> it's true After and that three years that happens a lot in polyamory too where people are like well we're just going to co-parent now Ah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Like we're going to live under the same roof, but have separate lives. Um, I don't know if I ever answered your question earlier about how people react to polyamory yeah. when we tell them. Yeah, we we, we kind of, we, we always do. Uh-huh. Um, Welcome to the Salty Sex Cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have gotten overwhelmingly positive responses from everyone in my world that I've shared my lifestyle with. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that includes my neighbors that are very religious, even, um, I mean, I haven't gotten any shit from my LDS neighbors, Mormon neighbors, um, that, that kind of see strange things have like a lot of adults going in and out of my household. You're kissing know, more than one mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes on the steps of my porch or whatever. Um, 
but they've all been great. All of my friends that I've shared it with have been great. Um, Bert's partner made a public post on Facebook recently coming out as Polly and um, she got mostly, I, I think she had like maybe one issue with one um, relative, but but got really positive responses as well. Mm-hmm. And the only exception was my, my mom. Was, yeah, when you which when I talked you came to, out on I Facebook. talked about in the coming out episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, she was Satan. That sounds so unfortunate. Yeah, but at the same time, you really know who you can rely on and who you want to keep around. Hell yeah! So. I mean, that's the way that I feel about most things in life. It's you like gotta be, choose your crew, right? Be transparent, and the people that stick with you are the ones worth keeping anyway. We do get honked at sometimes. They just look at how sexy a, all of that is uh-huh, right there. It's Too a much. friendly honk. <laughs> and then there was that guy. Do you remember when we were walking down the streets uh, of Salt Lake? That's right. Oh, Spitz. Oh, by the way, Spitz. 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 Anyone's from Spitz? Look at this. Give me a call. What's up? Salty Sexcast at We'll talk about it. <laughs> But anyway, the the guy on the street um, saw the three of us holding hands, and what did he say? He was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> respect." Yeah, <laughs> he was very vociferous about it. It was cute. So yeah, we we get some of that stuff too. <coughs> Sweet. Um, has it changed your definition of marriage? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. If legally you could marry more than one person. Do you think that would change what yeah. polyamory even just looks like and maybe how accepting it would be? I do, yeah. Yeah? I think it would be kind of cool. Well, and just we figure so many relationships are changing right now. It's not the just one and two, you know. It's Well, and it's just even we're still trying to get gay marriage accepted. I mean, we got we got some work to do. But, you know, just thinking of, like, health insurance and things like that. Yeah. Like, you want your, the person you love to be covered. You want, like, their kids. And yeah. Well, the, I mean, the idea of marriage being just between a man and a woman, <laughs> you know, way back when, it was the whole lineage thing, right? Like, yeah. they didn't have science to be able to be like, well, you know, these kids are, you know, like... like the responsibility yeah. of this person. Exactly. So, yeah. so, like, there was the idea of, like, this child is definitely the son of... And even then, yeah, all that's like, fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, at least people had that warm and fuzzy, and, and it's just like the security. The where, mm-hmm, where, like, that's still the thought, and that's the, mm. the reason why we have marriage the way it is. Um, but it's, it's definitely getting archaic, and it isn't at all like reflecting what love looks like nowadays. Like yeah. What love can look like. I don't know. Yeah. I don't expect it to become legalized anytime soon because le- no. legislator legislators would then have to start earning their money <laughs> because it would redefine marriage in such you know huge ways. Yeah. Well, I just think you figure more and more people aren't even getting married at all. 
I don't need a marriage certificate to define how much I love this one person either. Exactly. That's exactly true. But, you know, also um, married people are very privileged. Mm -hmm. You know, you really have to look at like, um, like the, like taxes and insurance, like you mentioned earlier and status in society, you know, Um, it's, it's really unfortunate that we can't be more inclusive um, in this way because yeah I think like eventually down the road I, w- I would like to marry Henry but I you know it, it wouldn't I hope I'm invited <laughs> probably no one's there. invited we will probably go oh. into the woods naked and chant maybe, just, just maybe paint our bodies throw it out there that I am actually able to legally marry people just so you know if it ever comes well up. if if we could legally get married that would really come in handy <laughs> let me clarify i don't think that legislators don't earn their money <laughs> <laughs> in case there's a legislator so. listening to this podcast I, in case I kn- you want to run for <laughs> some <laughs> office <laughs> um yeah, no, I've pretty much fucked myself on that. I'm never going to be in any type of. Don't say that. Donald Trump made it. Oh, Jesus. We're done. This is not a political We're not. <laughs> We're not so going to talk about that. Before, you know, like we go down that rabbit hole, um, I heard the real birds talking about something exciting that we didn't realize. Is it kind of polyamory-ish? Or is it it is slowly leaning towards that right now. Yes. And, but tell us how it started, because yeah. this is also a really common story. Yeah. Um, started as uh, just, so you guys talk about like swinging, you know, it was just like, we have an open relationship and, um, but swinging with another couple's sometimes hard because to find those two people that are equally like willing to swap kind of thing and not having to take one for the team I guess is, yeah <laughs> you're like oh <laughs> yeah so we actually um my husband and I got on um tinder and as a couple and then we're looking for and I think we said interested in bi and lesbian women and someone swiped on us and we swiped on her and started chatting, went out on a date, really connected, um, connected physically with her. Um, but it's been very consistent. We have like this group text and everything and it's just, it's a lot. We go on dates collectively and individually and it's kind of just started to be, and she is a lesbian. And so that's something that's kind of, interesting for us but she's she this weekend told us that my husband has now uh, she's bi a little bit because of my husband yeah she's bi for him but but we had we took her out with a bunch of friends and we went to the bar and we were all social and um i don't i think people just assumed i brought a friend you know that didn't understand what was going on and didn't really know because the close anyone know yeah, a few people already knew. So it was a large group that we went out for birthdays and stuff uh-huh. with. And Were they supportive, the people who knew? Uh, yeah, yeah. The people who knew before were supportive, and they already kind of knew what was going on. But um, their one person that was like a friend of a friend was like, hey, your husband and that girl are getting really close. And I was like, yeah, she's our girlfriend. <laughs> and, and so we just kind of kept referring to her as like our girlfriend. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We don't really know. 
So this as far is, as, but it's very naturally unfolding. It's nothing that's been forced, forced, pushed, or anything. And it's just really, really enjoying spending time with someone. And I'm like, I really like this. This is really cool. Yeah. This is the I I want to call this the unicorn paradox. <laughs> because when you don't go looking for a unicorn, sometimes they come to you. Sometimes they just appear. So seriously, I, like I've seen this happen before too, mm-hmm. and with other couples that like they they did essentially find a unicorn or the hot by babe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is and, beautiful. And, and, and yeah, and in every case, uh, those people were not looking for that. Yeah, it just it came to them for whatever reason. Yeah, sure. so it's magic, <laughs> like a unicorn. <laughs> That's why I'm asking all the questions. Um, Well, and just for other people, too. Let's educate others. Um, But, yeah, no, so that's kind of something new. So I'm – so my husband was joking around about it because he was, like, scoffed at polyamory for a while. And he was like, we could never do that. All those things. I was like, I think we kind of (laughs) are. I mean, I remember you saying as recently as maybe, like, last – fall or summer Mm -hmm. that that's just not for you guys like you would never want to do that because it's just you have boundaries up around that and it you wouldn't want to put in the effort or time or Henry said something a little bit about when you're around someone that you're kind of attracted to you almost put up bigger blocks Mm because you don't want to allow that attraction to continue to grow yeah and I think I really noticed that in myself where I'm like I can't even talk to people sometimes um Mm. and so I think that was kind of like my big guard because I was didn't want to create that or let that be created at all um wait 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 wait. sorry 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 what you talk to me just fine what are you saying (laughs) do you not find me attractive um I am so offended I'm leaving we're Uh, over me too um (laughs) feel attacked right now um (laughs) you're kind of mean to me you're my bestie though i can't be an (laughs) asshole to you we Um, we only use you for your studio brady (laughs) (laughs) um but then i kind of (laughs) you know and that those guards now knowing that those guards are kind of there i started noticing them after we talked about it i was like i do have some of those guards but I choose to have them because I really enjoy what my husband and I have. So I was worried if I let any of those guards down, it would take away from what we have, not create more of what we have, which I'm finding with this situation. That was really interesting, but yeah. So I'm just kind of letting it naturally unfold um, and letting all of us just kind of be like, Hey, cool. This is where we're at now anyone object do you guys all kind of feel the same way um and it was very much like i really enjoy you guys enjoying time together too yeah like and so that was kind of when you were explaining that one word that's the one yeah (laughs) i knew i was gonna butcher it if i tried (laughs) um yeah it was just kind of like cool um i'm still quite Love is not something I throw around. That's yeah. something I take very, very seriously. Right. So that's going to be some time. 
a lot of time, a lot of effort yeah. um, before I think I could ever say that to someone else besides my husband. But I definitely think there's a a fun, right? yeah, there's a potential, and I'm not saying no. Yeah, well, I mean, that's polyamory, right? Yeah, it's, there you go. It's not, it's not saying, well, you must love everyone, or you must love a certain amount. It's just like that potential to love. Mm-hmm. I'm tapped out. Yeah. Two other kids, and it's like, no, fuck no. You're like, I love you, Steve. I I like that you use that, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, polyamory is the same. You don't have to lose um, love when you find new love. You know, you just yeah. Communication, fucking communication. (laughs) Can we stress that enough? (laughs) And honesty. And taking jealousy. Like, it, it will come, just yeah. knowing that it's there. Oh, sure. Oh, my God, I'm such a FOMO, guys. Like, I'm just, like, fear of missing out. I'm like, you guys had fun without me? You went out to lunch and you didn't bring me any home? <laughs> but that's, like, the only time I get bugged. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. When it's about food? <laughs> really? That is the – f- it's a deep-seated betrayal. When my husband talks about, like, oh, hey, I went out to – with all the work buddies, we went here, and I was like, oh, that's my favorite restaurant. How dare you? Like, I'm just stuck here eating PB&J. But that, that is sad. I really love that you guys all came out. Thank you for sharing everything that you have to say. And Thank you. Yeah, showing that it's, you know, okay <laughs> to love other people. Wow. To, okay. You aren't evil. We're not. We're not evil. <laughs> hey, everyone out there. You're not here to steal everybody else's partners? Well, one of I us. Don't know. One of us. <laughs> one of just us. converting. <laughs> we're just to pay a tithe. To, uh-huh. <laughs> we're, we're just trying to get. <laughs> we're just trying to get as many um, uh, earning, like uh, adult earners under one roof as possible so that we can all share expenses <laughs> and a lawnmower. <laughs> Well, with this, yeah, financial climate, it's great. Right. I <laughs> love it. Yeah, because even two working people struggle. Definitely. And if we, and if we like, work it where we have, like, uh, people in our life that are, like, working graveyard and other things like that, we can make a killing, right? Because, like, we could have the house empty never because someone's <laughs> And, like, the bed's always being used because someone's asleep. But, but, but the sh- room is shared garage is shared yeah i love it let's do oh, it if anyone would like to apply <laughs> to be <laughs> part of our household we are taking applications at salty sex cast you have to be really good com. looking that <laughs> is that is probably the one thing i see in this room the bar has been set high it's true brady's pretty handy thanks i did build a studio with 500 bucks and you you do have a very nice beard so you've met Aww. two of the criteria yeah. thank you oh, so close. you're too <laughs> sweet <laughs> um i do have to say like yesterday i was um getting home just pretty much at the same time as certain people and they were like entering the garage and when i started entering the garage i'm like double penetration <laughs> 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 oh. thank you 
You are 12. You're, I laughed. Just giggling to myself as I pulled up. I love it. Yeah, do you guys have like any like like jokes that only other polyamorous couples would get? Like just the double penetration is kind of funny. No, that's not exclusive to polyamory, but but it's kind of funny. There are like polyamorous cartoons, but they're rarely funny. Oh. <laughs> they're like too true. Yeah. Too true. <laughs> Probably too because soon. They're, yeah. written, they're written by polyamorous. Yeah. <laughs> Very serious folk. Yeah. <laughs> Is it mostly toilet up jokes? Toilet seat up jokes? Yeah, okay. Probably, probably. Yeah. That's what I picture being the biggest problem. Because I would just blame it. Yeah. It's, no, it wasn't me. I haven't even been in there all day. That is me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. We always know it's Henry because that never happened before he moved in. <laughs> Yeah, and he gets kind of pissed at Henry for doing yeah. it. He's like, oh, Henry. It's not cool. And I, I use the thawly, you know, like. The puppy eyes? Yeah. So you are a puppy in training. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thank you guys so much for coming out, and happy birthday. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, he he was also silking last night at the at the party. We had a aerial party because he does aerial silks, and damn, he looked good up there with, without his shirt on and all the muscles rippling. And I mean, fuck. You got you guys Such stop tight tight. It, we are not alone. Every single person at the party was like. Bert looks so hot. Jesus, you not guys for, already get all 50. of my paycheck. You can stop. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and in fact, we have some cookies from like one of um, Bert's mailers. Like, I, I don't know, like Myler? Yeah, fan? Say, so fan? Yeah, fan and club. Oh my god, hottest I, woman I've ever well, seen. Well, her cookies are fucking delicious, so thank <laughs> you. So, yeah, and every time he gets it, like, he looks at us, he's like, see, see, She's a domestic goddess. Yeah. <laughs> she made him a pumpkin pie, too. I think it was a little suggestive. Yeah. Well, she's pumpkin is the sexiest of the... Yeah, she's done like zucchini bread. The, what are they called? Shit. God damn. Yeah, zucchini bread. I just want it for the baked goods, guys. I am <laughs> in this. I am. I'm just for the food. <laughs> sandwiches and bed. Like, you had me. Guys had you me had sold. me at sandwiches and bed. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a food lover. Gourd. That's the word I couldn't think of. <laughs> Anomic aphasia. <laughs> Contagious, apparently. I'm pretty. Do are we getting high every time we're here? At the end of every episode, we've been getting the giggles. Is there too much glue in the walls? Uh, luck. I mean, you know, the U.S. Constitution has the Fifth Amendment for a reason. Oh, okay. So I think what's happened is that Brady has like, instead of of putting what's that shit up there called the foam, no, the foam stuff. 
Yeah, the foam insulation. I, I think that's actually some kind of like funky glue. And then we like turn the heaters on in here and it gets to a certain temperature <laughs> and we all get baked. Yeah, me too. I don't feel it. You don't I feel don't, high? No, I don't feel high at Aww. all. It's you're just used to it. I do spend a lot You've of time been in here. here too much. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> He's grown a tolerance. We keep pointing out. Oh, hey, good news for everybody who's listening, and welcome all of our new listeners. We're available now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Republic. Overcast, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. If we talked as fast as Brady does, our podcast would be half as long. I actually, when I re-listen to him, I listen to him at a higher speed. Because we talk so slowly. I don't think we talk slowly, but since I was a participant in these conversations, I already know what's going on um, for the most part. Yeah. And it's actually really fun to listen to us really, really fast. And we're like, oh my gosh. Like, it's just kind of funny. <laughs> And so, so I just start giggling because of our really fast giggles. But anyway. For me, I it's just... It's been such a joy to be on your show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to think about what I say before I say it. I don't want to say something offensive. That's a good communicator technique. Thank you. See? Thank you. Of all of like the best podcasts I've ever heard, the interviewer and the inter- interviewee kind of relationship, the best answers i ever hear there's always a pause right before it so never feel bad about a pause because they're the most well thought out responses Mm -hmm. the ones that are like yeah the ones that are ready for it it's almost like they didn't hear the whole question because they started Uh, formulating a response prior to the end of the question so don't ever feel bad about that pause yeah yeah i just have adhd that's why i talk too fast (laughs) (laughs) i got the microphone shoved back in my face Yeah, um, you can follow us on Twitter, Salty Sex Cast, at Salty Sex Cast. That's right. Oopsie. And once again, you can email us at saltysexcast at gmail.com and send us questions, send us episode suggestions, yeah. um, send us comments on our, our episodes, tell us how Brady has offended you this week. Um. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Your applications for your you adult domestic your partnerships. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to be handy. Sex not required. Just handyman skills. Yeah, that's really, or handy woman. We're not, I'm yeah, sorry. Or not handy, sexist, person. handy person. Handy person. <laughs> Gotta love it. We're getting there. We're we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> Furries. <laughs> I think furry. Henry, I think we need to have you back on the episode about like furry animal kinks because he yep. bought me this bunny tail. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we looked it up the other day and then you guys both really wanted it. <laughs> I want to yeah. get a unicorn tail like that. <gasps> Yeah. Hey, there's a, there's a suction cup dildo that you can have on for the horn. That's what Brady did. <laughs> Got himself a little forehead hickey from it. Yeah. I think, yeah. Weird. 
We'll so have you're to calling her furry? <laughs> Do we need to have the hair removal episode really soon? <laughs> I'm just kidding. She looks like a little woodland creature. She does. I love it. She played one in a, in a play in I high did. School. I was a gray squirrel. The gray squirrel. Not this. the brown we're squirrel. We're going to get gray squirrel. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Gray squirrel, gray squirrel, swish your fluffy tail. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We even get songs. I will never <gasps> sing on the podcast. Oh, my God. It's a rainbow unicorn tail. But plug. Oh, yeah. We're doing that. <laughs> Obviously. All right. Well, on that note. Yeah. Oh, on that note, Mariah. On that note. Stay sexy and salty. Bye. Yeah. And what's puberty? Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.